Welcome to Props and Hops, a betting and beer podcast powered by Dimers.com and part of Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Matt Landis. A bit under the weather, as you can probably tell by the sound of my voice, but good to play through it. Let's get to some NFL Week 14 bets curated from a dream team of football handicappers, plus some original analysis. 60% of the time, it works every time. No sides this week. I've played two of them, but the numbers are gone. Gonna go ahead and take what the board's giving us as I record this during Thursday Night Football between the Steelers and Vikings. I do like two totals that are still available, the first of which is San Francisco-Cincinnati over 48.5. Experts on this total include Fabian Summer, a.k.a. Zuma, making this his best bet on the Matchbook NFL show, and Rob Pizzola, also joining Zuma on this total. As far as the handicap goes, a bit of a free roll that if Debo Samuel plays, this number could shoot up to 51, and even if he doesn't play, still okay at the current number, 48.5. A big key to this one, both offenses seem to have significant advantages in the passing game. Looking at the 49ers, they're number one in EPA per play as well as yards per passing play since their Sunday night monsoon game against the Colts and they'll be going up against a Bengals defense that's faced the second easiest schedule of offenses this season when we look at EPA per play. So that Cincinnati defense has some pretty skewed stats, and yet they're still well below average when we look at predictive metrics such as pass rush win rate and run block win rate. The Bengals defense also recently lost its play caller as well as its number one cornerback, and its best pass rusher going to be going up against Trent Williams, so we could see all three levels of the Bengals defense neutralized in this matchup. And on the other side of the ball, the Bengals were without their center and their right tackle last week against the Chargers, both of those guys practicing this week and on track to play, so that could erase a cluster injury situation across the offensive line, and that could buy Joe Burrow some time to attack the 49ers' defensive weakness in the secondary, the Niners suffering even more casualties last week, and that makes it an even more uphill battle going up against a dynamic wide receiver core for the Bengals. One factor here that I do think is worth monitoring, Joe Burrow dislocated pinky on his throwing hand. I do think that's something to note, but not a major factor quite yet, so just keep that in mind if you can still get 48.5, which is widely available right now. I'm aligned with Suma and Rob on getting in play at that number, and if you'd be interested in a side to pair with this total, the Dimers bot over at Dimers.com showing a bit of an edge to the 49ers, and if you'd like to see more predictions driven by analytics and thousands of simulations, go ahead and check out the quick pick section over at Dimers.com. You can find a link to that in these show notes. Second total, Buffalo Tampa Bay over 53 and a half. Suma and Rob also on this one, although they liked it at 52.5 at the time of the Matchbook Show's recording, so take that for what it is. But Tommy the Hitman also on board at this one at that current number of 53.5. The handicap, two vulnerable secondaries taking on potent passing games. When the Bills have the ball, they're a pass-first offense, and that neutralizes Tampa Bay's defensive strength, stopping the run. And on the other side of the ball, the Bills' loss of Trey White, likely to show up this Sunday after it was a non-factor in the windstorm on Monday night football. The Bills also have a strong pass rush, but Tampa Bay can match that with a strong offensive line. Tom Brady also quick to release the ball. And defensively for the Bills, it's an awfully short week coming off a physical Monday night game. Tampa Bay could magnify that with its fast pace on offense. One more thing I'll add here, the Monday Night Football stats 
underestimate the Bills' offense, Josh Allen turned in about the best performance you'll ever see from a quarterback who only completes half his passes, averaging 4.1 yards per attempt. And the stats overestimate that Bills' defense, 19 pass yards allowed for Buffalo on Monday, might be the most meaningless stat of the season. That only opens up more value for the Bills game to go over this week, assuming their true colors show on both sides of the ball. Two teasers in play this week as well. First up, Tennessee minus 2.5 hosting Jacksonville, paired with the Rams plus 8.5 at Arizona. Handicappers on the Titans in some form include the whale capper Drew Dinsick, as well as Andy Molitor on the Deep Dive podcast. Drew also liking the Rams, and overall this teaser, keeping it pretty simple, crossing through those key numbers of 3 and 7, the division familiarity in both of these matchups also implies reduced variance, that generally bodes quite well for teasers, so I make this one good, up to minus 120. Second teaser, Cincinnati plus 7.5 hosting San Francisco, and let's look at the college ranks for the second leg, Army minus 1.5 versus Navy. We're adding some college football to the mix for the first time here, but first up, let's look at the NFL leg of this teaser. The handicap does have a couple of red flags. This game has a relatively high total, and based on the first total I broke down at the top of the show, not high enough if we like the over on that one. Plus, Joe Burrow's pinky, possibly a factor that could limit the Bengals, but I do still give it the green light because I think this line's probably going to move back in the Bengals' favor when Burrow's confirmed in, so I like the chance to get Cincinnati up over a touchdown while we still can. And as far as the handicap goes on Army, Andy and Steve Fezzik astutely called out this teaser opportunity, and I think it's nice, a rare college football teaser that still fits basic strategy, a low total in that game of 34.5, that implies reduced variance, and that increases the value in asking the clearly superior team to do little more than win outright. So overall, another teaser here crossing through those key numbers of 3 and 7. I consider it good up to minus 120. Two props to round out the Week 14 portfolio. First up, Antonio Gibson over 66.5 rushing yards against the Cowboys. The handicap hinges around Washington playing some ball control offense these days. Four straight games off their bye with a decided edge in time of possession, a pretty good success rate offensively, and that could open up a lot more opportunity for Gibson than his season-long stats would imply, especially with Gibson's return to health recently, likely meaning an increased share of carries out of the Washington backfield. And last but not least, Buffalo-Tampa Bay shortest touchdown under 1.5 yards. As far as the handicap goes, you know the drill with the math. 53.5 the total, I like it to the over. That bodes well for our odds of seeing quite a few touchdowns here. That bodes well for the chances of at least one touchdown coming from the one-yard line. And looking at this matchup, Tom Brady, the master of the quarterback sneak, and if he wants to throw it near the goal line, he's got some big weapons against a Bills secondary down its best cornerback. And on the other side of the ball, Josh Allen, a strong dual threat in short yardage situations. I make this good up to minus 150. That does it for this week's six-pack of bets. Let's get to a rapid-fire recap. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Two totals, San Francisco-Cincinnati over 48.5 and, and Buffalo-Tampa Bay over 53.5. Two teasers, first up, Tennessee minus 2.5 hosting Jacksonville, paired with the Rams plus 8.5 at Arizona, 
And the second teaser, Cincinnati plus 7.5 hosting San Francisco, paired with the college game this weekend, Army minus 1.5 against Navy. Two props as well, Antonio Gibson over 66.5 rushing yards, and Buffalo Tampa Bay shortest touchdown under 1.5 yards. Alright, if you tuned in for just the picks, you're good to go, but if you want to stick around for some beer talk in this week's Malinsky Minute, we've got the hops coming right up if you're listening to the full episode released on Thursday. This week's show beer, Volatile Substance, an IPA by Von Ebert Brewing out of Portland, Oregon. Volatile Substance clocks in at 6.9% ABV, and before we go any further, a huge thanks is in order to listener David Peffley for sending this my way along with a couple other cans. Safe to say, I owe you, David. Von Ebert brands Volatile Substance is a Northwest IPA. It's got mosaic and Simcoe hops and has tasting notes of berry and pine along with some dankness. As a friendly reminder that hops are related to cannabis, I found this one to be really easy drinking for the ABV. It's reminiscent of some of the best West Coast IPA I can get my hands on in my backyard from breweries like Green Cheek and Highland Park. So I found Volatile Substance to be a worthy winner of the gold medal at the Super Bowl of Craft Beer taking first place in the hotly contested American IPA category at this year's Great American Beer Festival. From one high note to another, let's move on to this week's Malinsky Minute. This week's quote, The truth will set you free, but first, it will piss you off. Some of you may know this is the title of a book by Gloria Steinem. My first known exposure to the quote came via Ted Lasso. And looking at the quote through the lens of last week's NFL action, New England plus two and a half was a bet that set me free on Monday night. But first, seemingly every result on Sunday pissed me off. That Minnesota defense, or lack thereof, in the endgame in Detroit was really something for those of us with the Vikings lined up in teasers or money line parlays. Now, I'm not sure David Malinsky was ever pissed off in his life, but I'm also not sure anyone lived more freely than he did. So tying together this quote and the way he lived and betting and beyond, pursuing the truth with a curious and open mind, not necessarily an exemption from frustration, but a prudent path to the kind of peace of mind we could all use more of. Alright, thanks for listening to this episode. If you found any value in it, the number one way you can support Props and Hops is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd be interested in a breakdown on every game, including picks from some pro bettors, check out the BetUS NFL show I'm hosting with Las Vegas Chris and Scott Kellen. We're breaking down the full weekend slate live on YouTube on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and you can find a link in the show notes. One more housekeeping item, if you live in an area where wagering is legal and want to kill two birds with one stone, sign up for a sports book via any of the links at the bottom of the Props and Hops landing page on Dimers.com. That way you can get down on some edges and support this show along the way. You can also find a link to that in the show notes. And last but not least, thanks to the podcasts that inform this show, I'd highly encourage you to check them out. The Deep Dive, The Simple Handicap, Even Money, the Matchbook NFL Betting Podcast, the Dream Preview, and Hot Read Hits. All right, that'll do it. Enjoy week 14. Best of luck with your action. I'll talk to you next week. And until then, let's bet well, let's drink well, and let's be well. Mm-hmm.